0: Today on Marketing Clock,
1: we talked about new LinkedIn pages,
0: the next steps in evolution of Google My Business,
1: and Greg made up some words Dr. Seuss style.
0: Oh, and Jess talked about her new favorite Sprite flavor. All on today's episode.
2: Marketing O'Clock is your weekly dose of digital marketing news. We record live every Friday from the Cypress North studios located in beautiful Buffalo, New York. Join us each week for insights, updates, rants, and much more as we cover the full gamut of digital marketing
0: for you. Hey there, I'm Greg Finn. And I'm Jess Budd. And it is officially Marketing O'Clock here on November 16th, 2018. Remember, you can catch us live without a net on Fridays on YouTube in the morning, or you can consume us via your favorite podcasting player at your leisure.
1: Yes, and follow along with us in our show notes. To do so, just head over to marketingaclock.com for all of the links from today's articles.
0: And first up this week, Instagram has unveiled three new shopping features ahead of the holidays. Woo. And first up, Instagram users will have a shopping collection where they can save products to. And when you see an image you'll get a prompt to save that to a shopping collection and then you can access those shopping collections uh, by browsing through from your profile so you can look at items at a later time the second item is you can shop via video so if there is a video going you can tag a product that is a shoppable product and click on through to see that and lastly for business profiles you now have a new shop tab that is available and with the shop tab, you can just showcase all your products that can be browsed mm-hmm. from, right from Instagram. And I think this is really cool, a bunch of new features. And there was a good example of the video, the shoppable products from video. And the example was a, a, a crop top <laughs> that could be purchased <laughs> from, uh, from an ice skating video. And I just want to put it out there I've never been a, an ice skater. It seems like that'd be cold.
1: I, Okay, but you and I probably, the way we skate is different <laughs> from people that are <laughs> well, buying outfits for skating. Right, exactly. So, I don't know. I feel like people are out there working up a sweat doing those triple axles or okay. whatever. Yeah, I'd, I I'd,
0: I'd usually see like sleeves. <laughs> I, I, I like I like a sleeve when when skating personally.
1: Yeah, this this is a sleeveless crop top for those of you who don't see the image in front of us.
0: <laughs> All right, but yep, look for that on an Instagram near you.
1: Yeah, it's super cool. The timing of it though is a little bit tight. With the holidays. Oh, because it is the holidays right now? I mean, well, (laughs) pretty much Black Friday is a week from today. So Instagram businesses need to get out there and and get on this. But it is a really cool feature. And it's also um, taken me back a little bit to what we talked about. I think it was last week with uh, people that are spending, I forgot what the stat was, but it was like two out of every $5 that's not the real stat on themselves when they're out shopping. And I just feel like people are gonna use this to to shop for themselves for the holidays more so than anybody else.
0: Yep, Sally so Marketer, skate on over to your business profile and get those <laughs> fixed up here.
1: Get yourself a crop top. Next up, LinkedIn's company pages are getting a refresh and it really doesn't do it justice to call it a refresh either. It's a whole lot of new stuff that's going on. Their announcement stated, quote, we are excited to announce LinkedIn Pages, the next generation of LinkedIn company pages. Pages have been rebuilt from the ground up to make it easier for brands, institutions and organizations from small businesses to large enterprises to foster constructive conversation with LinkedIn's community of more than 590 million members and 30 million pages. That is a long quote, but I couldn't have said it better. They also went on to say that the new pages were designed to help organizations authentically connect with their members and grow longer-lasting connections. So how are they doing that and and what's new? There's a lot of cool stuff um, Strap in. There's quite a bit here. Pages can use hashtags to listen in on conversations that are relevant to their brand and their business, which I think is really cool.
0: I think it's super dumb. You do? Yeah. (laughs) What do we need (laughs) hashtags?
1: Your business, like, follow people that make
0: sense. Keep your... Eye out for it. You don't need to be like, oh, there's a new hashtag in digital marketing. I need to tie hey. into this from my company page.
1: Sure, like, but it just
0: we don't need hashtags for everything. <laughs> I'm over hashtags. I'm done with it. Get rid of it, personally. But um, my company page is probably going to uh, fail compared to yours.
1: Yeah, well, hashtag over it. I guess <laughs> it's a nice feature whether you use or not. It's there for you. Admins, a little more important stuff here. Admins can create posts and reply to comments straight from the mobile app now. I guess they couldn't do that before, which is nice. They've also added new ways to engage with your audience. So they're allowing businesses to share an individual's post on their page, which is great for things like employee-generated content. If you want to share something one of your employees of your business posted, you can also highlight mentions from customers. So things like reviews um, and other content where other people are talking about your business in a positive way. The coolest thing that I think is coming is what they're calling content suggestions. Basically, LinkedIn is going to show you topics that are trending within your target audience so you have more insight into what your folks care about. So it gives businesses more opportunities to create content that's relevant to their target audience that's really going to resonate with them because you can see what they care about right now, which I think is probably the best feature of this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I thought the thing that was really, really interesting that is kind of overlooked, at least with what people are talking about, is the ability to share content with your employees and hopefully mm. get that amplification. I know that that here in Buffalo, there is a company, I think it's called Clearview Social, where like that's the whole motto is you have something and you can go distribute it out um, on LinkedIn, on other social networks. And if you're like, oh, everybody in the company here's a notification. We just put this blog post out. You're probably going to get more pickup from it. It's going to be a lot easier. And that could be a really cool tool for people if it's done right. Um, but I was with you too. It's like <laughs> one of the big improvements is a mobile app. It's like, oh, <laughs> great. All right. I mean, I that'd be cool if we were like 2014 version of Marketing a Clock, but yeah. not um, that impressive.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's another impressive thing. This doesn't sound impressive, but I could see the practical uses for it. You can uh, add documents. You could share documents, like PDFs and
0: PowerPoints. But didn't they buy SlideShare? Like, what do you need? PowerPoints and PDFs? Like Like, I said, there's
1: probably practical internal uses, to your point.
0: Okay, cool. Next up this week, the launch of ad monetization for AMP Stories. And I'm just going to get this all out of the way right now. Get it out. Because if you know Marketing clock, you know what typically happens here. So we're just going to do it all in one fell swoop. As a number of AMP Stories have ramped up over the past year, advertisers will need to revamp their thinking with AMP Story ads. Like AMP Stories, Story ads will run rampant across your entire screen and can <laughs> amplify your message using video, image, or animations. Users will have ample opportunities to interact with the ad and can use the tap gesture to ramp past an ad or simply tap on a call to action to view the example product. While there is an amplitude of 100-plus offerings for the AMP ad network integrations, story ads won't have that large of a sample, as there is only one champ, Google (laughs) Ads Manager. Previously DoubleClick, now revamped as Google Ads Manager, is the only option for AMP story ads. It currently has the market clamped. (laughs) Lastly, AMP story ads can off-ramp traffic to an AMP web page, a non AMP webpage, the App Store or Google Play Store, or a sponsored story.
1: You just gave Dr. Seuss and William Shakespeare combined a run for their money. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. It was that was hard beautiful. with Dr. Seuss.
0: <laughs> You know my thoughts on I, Dr. Seuss. I do.
1: That's why I brought Dr. It
0: up. Dr. Seuss is a hack because he just makes words up. All those are actually real words.
1: I'm really, really impressed with you, actually. Okay. Yeah.
0: That makes one of us. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you warned everyone. <laughs> it's okay. I thought it was cool in there. They said that every ad would have a consistent ad attribution label, so users could see that it was an ad versus regular content inside a story. Uh, that's good, obviously. We want people to know if they're clicking on an ad, but it did look pretty subtle to me in the visual example, which I think is great for us marketers because it just looks super organic, and hopefully these ads will get... I'm trying to think of how I can work AMP in, and I can't. You, I you used, used them all All of, the all words. of them.
0: You, camp. I couldn't figure out camp.
1: Well, you can um, ooh, you can use your Google Tag Manager to insert a tag to camp ads on no. your site. See, you need that's to just terrible. Just go, I
0: you should. need to just go full Dr. Seuss and be like... This is going to be great for all the Zamps. And you just make words (laughs) up and everybody thinks you're a genius. Well,
1: I guess you are. The Places You Can Go is a great one. So I will give them some credit there. That is a wonderful book. Speaking of places you can go on the internet, Google, Google Google has opened up web.dev to help you measure your site. It's essentially a set of tools that report on how your site is doing based on things like SEO, overall performance, accessibility, best practices, and more. It's a score out of 100. If you've used Lighthouse before, it's it's pretty much Lighthouse on steroids. The goal is to help webmasters create better sites for a better web, which I think is nice. Why is it important? It doesn't just score you, obviously, and then send you on your way. It does break down what needs work so you can get into fixing it. So we all feel like we know what we're doing, I think, as seasoned marketers. But really, sometimes it's nice just to have a seasoned set or another set of eyes to go in and, and check on your site and maybe pick out some things that you didn't know about. So it looks pretty cool. I played with it very, very quickly. And uh, there were some things going on, on on my site that I wasn't aware of.
0: Wow. <clears throat> and I put the old Guggenau in, in <laughs> Web Dev, And... Surprisingly, the score, the SEO score that Google was given was an eighty.
1: Wow! So take
0: that, Google. Google, and then marketing a clock SEO score one hundred. Heck yeah! Heck yeah!
1: Take that, Google. And
0: then I just being the. uh Curious fellow than I am. <laughs> I put in web dev to web dev to see what they scored themselves, and I think I hit a recursive loop <laughs> and it broke. And it just errored out. So don't do that. You won't see anything there.
1: What witchcraft?
0: But very cool. All right, and next up this week, the IAB has a new revenue report on ads, and this sample size is half year. I don't know if I recall seeing a lot of hy's. <laughs> I know a lot of wild y- <laughs> moms. But not a lot of HYs. So it's cute. They compare- it's like,
1: hi. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like a, <laughs> a messed up hey. And so half year 2017 versus half year 2018, the ad growth was up 23%. Fueled by mobile, 42% of that growth came from mobile growth. And you can see that users are actually consuming ads not only on one device, but it's also desktop and mobile, and that 64% of people are are contacted or touched basically in a multi-platform facet. Um, And another thing that was really interesting is, again, half year over half year, (laughs) uh, digital was up 23%. Biggest loser, magazines.
1: Aww, Down
0: 15%. Poor
1: magazines.
0: Second to newspaper. How is newspaper not shrinking faster than magazines?
1: I think people actually read the newspaper, and then people order magazines to put them on their coffee table and look cool, but they don't read them. All
0: right. I got something we can look up. Look it up. Ready? Mm-hmm. We might have to bing this after. I think that newspaper decline rate is like the death rate. (laughs) (laughs) uh, It's 8% down and it's just 8% of us are are dying off and it's just slowly getting worse. Oh, that's just
1: so sad. We'll
0: have to look that up We'll have to look at the
1: next half year and and see what the stats are. Yeah, look at
0: the death death
1: rates. (laughs) You know what I didn't see on this traditional media chart, though, was billboards. I know that's your favorite version of marketing, but uh, (laughs) not on the list.
0: We don't have enough time to get into my hatred of billboards. I could, because I think you could do a billboard the right way, and I don't hate billboards. I hate the execution that happens, especially in Buffalo. If you ever <laughs> want to see just in an, a smorgasbord of <laughs> horrific <laughs> execution, come out here. It's it's pretty fantastic.
1: Yeah, it's, big brands do yeah. it well though. I I almost got a cranberry sprite. this week due to seeing it on a billboard because it just sounded so delicious. (laughs) Only you. Yeah, well, whatever. I didn't do it, so the billboards didn't work. Anyway, not on the list. Next up, the Google My Business app has been updated and it's not just bug fixes, even though they did mention that those were included. There's a lot of great new features that make it easier for business managers to do things on the go. You can now respond to reviews and messages from your customers. You can check um, on performance stats like people that request directions to your business, anyone that makes calls from your listing. You can also easily create posts and offers and a ton more just with the click of a button. So if you're one of those people that doesn't update your apps, which is me, um, you should do so if you use Google My Business um, at all on your mobile. Don't be that person for once. You want this update.
0: Cool. And this is one big told you that we've been (laughs) saying for the past, (laughs) what, six months now, is that with all these additions to My Business, it is becoming a huge deal, mm-hmm. and this like cements it. Yeah. You can now put up posts from your business right on the fly with your mobile app. You can again follow all these these businesses, respond. This is a huge deal, and again, you need if you're especially if you're a local business, you need to have mm-hmm. a plan for your my business. Um, and now it's easier because you can do it on the go.
1: Exactly, and I did. I didn't write down what it was called, but they actually officially named the uh, box that your business shows up your listing in the search results. So check the article out for the official name, but they're naming things, so stuff's real.
0: Okay, and that does it for our main news, and it brings us to this week's lightning round.
1: (laughs) All
0: right, first up this week... There is a developer preview of better AMP URLs in Google Search. This is quite technical, so I'm just going to give you the high beats here. But with some pre-rendering and signed exchanges, there's a three-step process where you can start to test what your uh, URLs, your AMP URLs, are going to look like in Google Search. And again, head over to the show notes so you can see that from the developers, uh, the Google Developers
1: page. No more AMP puns for that one, huh?
0: They're all, we're all out.
1: <laughs> Next up, Bing Ads wants you to, quote, stay ahead of the pack with the competition tab. They have a new competition tab, aptly named. It is machine learning driven insights that can help you analyze your competition in uh, search ads as well as improved recommendations to help you act on that information. So the visuals were actually pretty exciting. And that's what I was ones.
0: about to say. Yeah. They had a tutorial, <laughs> and they didn't use the Bing pages. <laughs> it was, they changed the font out to something cool. It actually looked like a designer made this thing. Mm-hmm. But the tutorial wasn't actually Bing ads. It was this pseudo-cool-looking thing. And we talked about this last week. We talked about getting those Nip Tuck fellows on. Yeah. And they hired like them. They, did. they listened to us. And they made that cool video. And now you just need to take that wonky font that you use (laughs) in the video and just throw that right on Bing Ads. But who makes a tutorial without the actual site?
1: I don't know. I kind of, the whole time I was watching it, I was thinking about you and how excited that you must have been. I was so excited. But it sort of made me wonder like, oh, is this stuff just, it's not real? They're just faking the whole thing and we're all going to get there and, and not see it. Who knows? Or maybe it'll be sweet looking. I don't know, it reminded <laughs> me of like, a race car is a bad word, but it was like cool. It was exciting. Yeah,
0: it was really cool. And I'm going to see if I can do like some kind of font change on my uh, on my Chrome so that it, I can get it to look like that.
1: Sweet. Or on your ads themselves. They need to just put that new font everywhere. Cool.
0: Next up, Google does not use the Better Business Bureau or other trust building sites for rankings. Google said over a year ago that adding trust building seals or logos to your site has no impact on rankings. And they, again, confirmed that what we already know.
1: Yes, and they did make a good point in the article, though, that even though it doesn't directly impact your rankings, you still obviously want a good online reputation should somebody Google your business's name. So pay attention anyway. Yeah,
0: hey, and don't take it off, you guys. (laughs) You, the person right there listen to this right now, Mm -hmm. I see what you're doing. I see that (laughs) thought in your head. Don't take it off. It'll help convert if you have a really good, better business. If you have right. A-plus BBB rating, keep it on. It's not
1: just about rankings, Just because it doesn't
0: help you in rankings, it helps you in other things. Yes. So put down the mouse. Go get a, a cranberry spray and relax.
1: <laughs> it sounds like you're talking to me. I swear I'm not doing it right now. <laughs> Next up from Google Ads Help... The article is called Sight, Sound, and Scale. True view for reach is now available to all brands globally. This is something that was introduced in April, but it is now officially out of beta and rolling out to everybody. If you're not familiar with this, it's that skippable in-stream ad type combined with CPM bidding. So it's really good for people with awareness goals. Okay, and Jess, when are (laughs) we ever going to use this here? We're not, but that's what... (laughs) There was literally nothing else to talk about in the article. So there it is. It's ready for everyone.
0: Just because you can buy CPM... Video somewhere else doesn't mean you need to buy it on YouTube. Amen. Okay, next up, Google's new web app lets you squish images down to fu- smaller file sizes. Google came up with a new URL called squish.it. And <laughs> it's basically this like transparent looking page. And you just take an image from your desktop, you throw it on there, and it squishes it down to a usable file size. And that got me thinking like, I like squish. Is that a real word? It's not. Disclaimer, spoiler alert, but in Wiktionary, that thing that like makes up all the fake words, Ooh. that is basically my personal dictionary. It says, okay, squoosh, and, I, <laughs> and I learned that uh, a third person, singular, simple pre, uh, present is "squishes," And you can also use squishing or squished. Um, and then I got to thinking too, like everybody buying these .devs and .its, what if some, do you have to own the .com? Because what mm-hmm. if you go to squish.com and <laughs> somebody put something naughty up there? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I always think, so think about that. It's great to be like squished at it until squish.com is showing something uh, something inappropriate. Something
1: unsavory. The difference between you and I, is that when I read this, I read it as squish, <laughs> <laughs> not squish. And there's a really cute red panda in the example. I just want oh, squish him, a little fluff ball. Okay,
0: perfect. <laughs> okay. Check, it, check it out in our show notes today.
2: <laughs>
1: Onto <laughs> serious news, YouTube wrote a blog post this week called The Potential Unintended Consequences of Article 13. We talked about this a little bit a few weeks back. And if you're not following the saga, the gist is that the EU is working on a policy that would hold Internet companies responsible for copyright infringement that happens on their platforms. There's a lot going on. Google's very opinionated on the subject. And uh, they basically just wrote another article, again, that said that, you know, they're behind the justification i guess or the the reason behind what the eu is doing but they are not happy with the way that it is proposed to be carried out so it's very serious you should read the article but my favorite thing no 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 no, are you gonna you can go (laughs) and i hope this wasn't what you were gonna say i hope you have more but the first comment on the bottom of the at the end of the article was Quote, I wanted to write a comment explaining how EU regulation never has unintended consequences, but I am too busy clicking on cookie consent pop ups. Nice. Which made me laugh.
0: Okay, my my what I was going to say is Google is not or YouTube is not happy with these rules and, and, and what what may happen. YouTube users and creators have the same thing happen all the time. The tables have turned Ooh. that you could get banned. You get little strikes. You don't know exactly what to for. There's no way to argue against that. How does it feel? Pretty bad. Pretty bad, I bet. And the tables have turned and that's what it feels like. And that's what it happened. That's what anybody that's been banned or had their, their video, their channel taken away feels like as well. So.
1: Ouch. Burn. Take that, YouTube.
0: Okay. Next up. E-YouTube. There are new ways to create and watch VR videos um, on YouTube. And so the YouTube VR app uh, is now um, available on Oculus Go headsets via the Oculus Store. Um, There is a VR 180 or 180 creator tool that makes it faster to process footage and metadata and publish. Um, A lot of uh, cool new stuff coming for YouTube and VR.
1: So just a side anecdote, I was in New York earlier this week and I saw an ad for Oculus on the side of a bus stop. They had like a video board and it was footage of a giraffe and it was like coming right at you. And it wasn't even the real VR. It was just a video screen and it scared the crap out of me. Just a giraffe like all of a sudden was in your face, which was just really cool. <laughs> I don't know. How, how could that be
0: scary about VR? I
1: just said, I don't know. It just, I didn't expect it to keep coming that close okay. and it did.
0: But it was scary. You didn't want to squish it?
1: I didn't I wanted one time. <laughs> Never mind. I love animals. (laughs) Amazon says that it has over 10,000 employees working on Alexa and Echo. This is double the folks that were working on it just a year ago, so clearly Amazon's investing a lot in this technology. The article talks a little bit about all the cool new places you can expect to see it. Really just get your speakable markup in order because voice assistants are going to be everywhere. That's a lot of employees.
0: 10,000 employees working on Alexa and Echo. And then the one difference that I envision when I see 10,000 people on this, I bet that Amazon has support people. Like the Zappos mantra mm. of just being support and Amazon has the best customer support ever. And then you try to do anything with Google and it's like they never knew how to sell a good in their life and they have the worst customer experience <laughs> and you only can talk to people digitally. And I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to starting to come around on on the Alexa even though them. i don't have one
1: yeah
0: i mean I, I she's lovely
1: it. she has fun games
0: i just feel like the customer i don't know maybe maybe i'll write something on this but i i'm, I'm just down on google I, I try to do something with a nest and it's just excruciating you're like hey i want to i want to talk to somebody about this and you're like oh you're in queue number 27 oh, and it takes goodness. you uh, 45 minutes to talk to somebody
1: they should have more people on call yeah, get ten thousand
0: more people yeah there we go take that Okay, and last up this week, Twitter's Explore tab is now sorting, s- sorting <laughs> stories into sections. Again, finishing this Dr. Seuss theme here. And what Twitter is doing when you go to the Explore tab, um, it's now kind of like tabbed stories where you can say, I want to look at news or sports or something like that. So you can explore more. I really like that Twitter Explorer, mm-hmm. and I think that this is a, a nice upgrade to that.
1: Yeah. For sure. And I, before we get into the must read marketing article, I would just like to say we got through an entire episode without saying portal. So I had to say it,
0: you know, you know, who else is not saying portal? Who The world. (laughs) Okay, and that brings us to the must-read marketing article of the week, an article so advanced, so in-depth that we simply cannot cover the entire thing here on the show. And this week's article is called 50 Experts Rank Best Backlink Analysis Tools for 2019, (Parentheses) leaderboard inside, end (laughs) parenthesis. from Robbie Richards, and the author is Robbie, who I'm assuming is just (laughs) Robbie Richards. And I I actually like this because it was a a really good detailed breakdown if you are for some reason out there looking to assess kind of like backlink tools and what might work for you. There's some ranking scales based on all these different factors that people really don't think about. You can see like, what am I looking at from competitors? What am I looking at from the health of backlink profiles? Um, And then what are some of the top features? This is kind of like a niche thing, only mainly for uh, SEOs out there. But um, I I really like the way this article is put together. Nice work on that, Robbie. And take a look. Again, head over to the show notes to check that out.
1: And that does it for today's show.
0: It is officially now not marketing o'clock
1: remember you can catch all the content from today's show on marketingaclock.com or in the descriptions below make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode and
0: we
2: will see you next week bye. bye thanks for listening to marketing o'clock if today's show was of value to you please subscribe leave a review or share with a colleague if you are looking for more information on today's topics head over to marketing com for links to all the articles that we covered
0: Welcome to shooting the Heck, where there's no more marketing talk, where we just... Shoot the heck. <laughs> yes, and that is not just. That is Matt, who is typically running our soundboard and does all the fantastic work making it sound good this week, each Hi. and every week. And this week, he lost a bet and had to watch one of my least favorite movies ever, a f- little film directed by Robert Zemeckis, released in 2012. Flight. And today he's going to talk a little bit about Flight. Matt, what did you think about the movie Flight?
2: Let me start off by saying every bet I've ever made with Greg, I've lost. So this was not a big surprise. I only make bets that I'm very confident in. Well, I, it pays off for you. It never pays off for me. Well, this, this is this.
0: I also was a little bit of a loser because I re watched the movie so that we could have a really good interview here.
2: I did watch Flight the other day. Um, I spent actual us currency (laughs) to watch it i rented it from amazon and i spent my friday evening (laughs) precious time that i could have done anything and i watched the movie flight so here's a question was it a delight it was it had its moments but it only had like two of those it was it was a terrible movie terrible okay and here here we go just
0: this is, in case you're six years behind, there are going to be nothing but spoilers from here on out.
2: So, first off, not kid-friendly No, at all. no. And, Not in the least. And also, spoilers, the, na- the name of the movie is the spoiler. That's yeah. all, it's literally <laughs> all that's about to happen. And it's the only point in this entire movie is this <laughs> flight that happens in the first 30 minutes of this movie where all the good parts take place. After 30 minutes, I, I encourage anyone to watch this movie for the first 30 minutes, and then cut your own head off. Never come back.
0: <laughs> but Matt, the, the 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 film is 138 minutes. What could possibly be happening for these other
2: 108 minutes? That is a great point. What could possibly be happening? It's, it's literally like being on a, an international flight. It's so boring and ridiculous. But the main thing is, I'd like to say that... The first 30 minutes of the movie are pretty good. Okay. When I first started watching it, for a minute, I thought I was going to enjoy it. Okay, good. Well, first off, I, I
0: it was highly recommended to me when I watched it, and I didn't know what, what had just happened when I had finished it. So the movie was 138 minutes long. The Oscar-winning movie that year was Argo, a really in-depth look at a Militant Storm in Iran and 66 Hostages being released. Only 120 minutes. So this was longer than that entire story by 18 minutes. And I could argue you could even get this film done in 18 minutes. It was 120 minutes too long. You could do it in 18 minutes.
2: Agreed. 100% agreed. There was nothing that happened after the first 20 to 30 minutes that mattered. Also, speaking of Argo, Ben Affleck in Argo makes Denzel Washington look like a mute person who can't <laughs> talk or act or do anything. <laughs> and Ben Affleck is no good. Yes. He's I, a genius compared to Denzel Washington movie. I agree. In this movie. And folks, just stick around. This is, this is really good. And
0: the one thing that is mind-boggling to me, we brought this up at lunch, and I was just probably just whining about flight and how terrible it was. And Sammy had said, do you know that that's a true story? Do you think that's a true story, Matt? No, it can't be. Plains okay. don't go inverted. Well, I'd like to tell you something. It is loosely inspired by the 2000 crash of Alaska Airlines Flight 261. Great Which flight. was also caused by a broken jack screw. It was actually a horrific flight. Do you know why? It plummeted. Briefly, in the 81-second plummet, it went inverted.
2: But all 88 people on the plane died. That's a very loose take on that. <laughs> How could you get any loose? And you know what wasn't in there? Um,
0: alcohol consumption by pilots? It was just a broken jack screw, and that's the only thing that they took from it, but they say it's loosely inspired.
2: I feel like I have a broken jack screw in my brain after watching this movie.
0: Okay. Um, so keep going here. What were your thoughts with uh, John Goodman wearing a ponytail?
2: What was <laughs> happening with John Goodman in this movie? What was happening with anyone? I feel like this sh- should have ruined every person's career in this movie. Don Cheadle, what is he doing in
0: this movie? <laughs> I love Don Cheadle. In rewatching that, too. he is he, he's like a mute person again. Uh, yeah, It's so and terrible. And he's still
2: like the bright spot of acting in this he, movie. It's
0: like he forgot how to act, too, yeah.
2: during the movie. This movie really made me realize how one-dimensional Denzel Washington is. He's been in like 50 movies. I've grown up with Denzel Washington being in movies, being like... Man on the, Fire. Yeah, I love Man on Fire. But I mean, you go back and watch it. He's the exact same character in every single movie. I would say my best, my favorite Denzel Washington movie, Fallen. Still the same character. Mm-hmm. Everything he's ever done, he's the same exact guy. He's got zero range. Just because in this movie he's <laughs> wow. b- blubbering because he's a drunk cokehead or whatever. <laughs> I
0: don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. So, what were your thoughts with Kelly Riley as Nicole Magan, the heroin addict that he met in the
2: hospital? probably the best acting performance in that movie. Why
0: was she in that movie? It
2: didn't make any sense. No None points. of it made
0: any sense. She gets in there for no reason. She leaves for no reason. It is terrible.
2: The there's it's like a the movie's like a blend of Sully and Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas for some unknown reason and it comes out of nowhere and then all of a sudden it's like a coked up tirade and the guy's partying and like whatever <laughs> and then it's filmed in such a cheesy way that it feels like a 2001 uh, like B film or whatever like when he's going Everything
0: was filmed so poor. Everything was, was done terrible.
2: So and even the soundtrack was amazing
0: and they started playing one second of every song then just stepped right on it. It's like the opposite of what you see with like Forrest Gump or something like that. Um I I love it when something just makes no sense at all in a movie or a TV show as you as you well know at the end he's up on, on stage or at stage he's up on, uh, being qu- questioned the one question you ask this guy that saved all these people's lives in in, on, in under oath right what do you think happened to those two liquor bottles what what kind of question is that what do you <laughs> think happened to those Who on like that's the end, like the the climax of the entire movie is this, the world's dumbest question that no lawyer would ever ask.
2: Right. And the only time he tells the truth, all he had to do was lie one more time and he gets off scot-free and suddenly he's got a conscience after just being this like terrible human being his entire life. And also who cares at this point? Like nobody wants this guy around. He doesn't even want himself around. Yeah. I had no you have okay. no emotional attachment to this character either when you're watching the movie. It's like so stupid, every part <laughs> of it. Like you I get it. He guy's an alcoholic. And then they do that weird film <sighs> shot where he like slams the Kettle One mini bottle on the him, bar. Yeah. 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 And you're like, Ooh, he's not gonna do it this time and then slow motion hand swipe Ugh. to take the bottle off the bar and he goes into a bender. I'm like, oh, well, this is, you know, what an amazing turn of events. No but one could have expected this. W-
0: what about when The Sun asks who the most fascinating person, fascinating person he's ever met is? It's
2: the, it's the cherry on top <laughs> of this dog food garbage cake of a movie. Okay.
0: So would you be surprised if this movie was nominated for two Oscars?
2: Don't tell me it was. I would be absolutely surprised. It was.
0: And (laughs) you're going to pick which two it was nominated for. Okay. You got six choices here. I'm going to read them off. Was it nominated for Best Original Screenplay by John Gattins? Best Supporting Actor, Don Cheadle, is Hugh Lang. The Best Actor, Denzel Washington. (laughs) Captain William Whip Whitaker, Sr. Best Director, Robert Zemeckis. Best Supporting Actor, John Goodman as Harlan Mays, <laughs> or Best Supporting Actress, Kelly Riley, Nicole Magan. None of the above. <laughs> I, Two I, nominations. You got to pick them. Kelly it Riley
2: has. I, I, if it's not one, I don't know what's happening. Best screenplay. I don't know.
0: Okay, you got one. Which one? Best original screenplay. Oh my God! <laughs> the other Oscar nomination was for. Best Supporting Actor, Denzel Washington. Supporting Actor? Or, sorry, Best Actor, Denzel Washington. Get out of here. Can you believe it? Get out of here. In that screenplay, I, I'm going to start writing screenplays. You might as well. 138 minutes of nonsense and a mute person.
2: Here's my favorite line from the movie, since we're talking about the screenplay and the writing. He goes into the bar when this is the time he's going to get sober, and he, he gets in there and he says, I'll just have an orange juice. And the bartender says, Just an orange juice? And Denzel says, <laughs> No. Double Stoley neat. <laughs> Maybe the smartest point of that entire movie. And we don't agree generally on movies. You have you nitpick everything like you have no ability to enjoy something fantastical. And a good example of that is your gripe about Game of Thrones. Where's their hats? They don't well, have hats they're on. on. They're in the winter. They need hats. But in this case, everything you said about this movie is totally right. It's, it's ridiculous. It's the, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> and a 78% like the score on Rotten Tomatoes. Eight out of 10 people are saying, I like this movie. Hey, guys, you, have you seen Flights? And so we're the two weirdos that think this movie is terrible. And then it gets nominated for an Oscar? Are you kidding? Two of them? The world is a messed up place.
0: Well, that's Captain Matt Whip Sr. checking out here, and we'll see you next week.